Thanks for tuning into the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Canadian events for the regular people. link the chain is forged first speech censured the first thought forbidden the first freedom denied chains us all irrevocably the first time any man's freedom is trodden on we're all damaged hey everybody hey there's everybody how you doing Good. You Good. let me in last. Did you? You and Paul were just talking there, and then just forgot about me. No, I, I was looking around trying to find Paul's uh, email address, and it, and then I came back to here, and I said two people are in the waiting room. I go, oh crap, okay. Yeah. Hey, we're on top. We're on top of it, man. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> hey, we've got lots of things going on. Did you see my uh, picture? We're going to be uh, we're going to ride in that convoy for uh, from Niagara or from Niagara Lake to Hamilton tomorrow. I think. Oh, cool. Really we're nice. going to go down to the one in air. One in where? Air. It's on the 401. It's the one coming from Windsor. Oh, okay. On an overpass or or something like yeah. that? Or, yeah. 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 Where Where is that going to be located? Uh, you know, it's just outside of Cambridge. Oh, okay. So you're going to go up all the way there, eh? Yeah. And then we're um, Friday morning. We're just going to get in the Jeep. Yep. And go up the 400 to 407, or take, sorry, take the 407 to Highway 7. And we're going to see how close we can get to Ottawa. Oh, cool. Young Paul here. Look how ripped this guy looks, eh? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? It's going good. It's going very good. Yeah. Busy. So you might be going all the way to Ottawa. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. We'll see how close how we can you, get. How far do you think they're going to keep that ring of perimeter uh, around Ottawa? I don't know. I hope they choke the friggin' life out of the place. Agreed. Yeah. It's, how did uh, Trudeau say? It's just a fringe minority. Yes. Just a 50 trucks. Just a, yeah. Yeah. Well, Global News is reporting dozens of truckers are... Uh, are pretty much white supremacist, far right white supremacists. That's right. Are taken to the road. Yeah, it's you know what. It just if anybody expects our media to actually report something, I actually uh, Angie and I tonight decided while we were eating our dinner that we'd actually watch the um, Hamilton News. What a joke! Yeah. Yeah. The first story was COVID. The second story was City of Hamilton buildings in shitty condition. What a surprise. Isn't that a prerequisite for a building in Hamilton? Um, well, that's, that's, yeah, it's understood. Let's start off with just slagging Hamilton, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and um, then they did the trucker protest. And then um, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. The transport ministry. I just call him the garden gnome. He looks like yeah. a friggin' garden gnome. 
And uh, he said that uh, 90% of the, the truckers are vaxxed and um, there's plenty of food on the shelves. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. We'll see how that goes by the end of next week. Yeah. But yeah. That would, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that go to make their point even stronger that if 90% were vaxxed, that they're still doing it to get your freedoms back? Well, they don't, they, and they just, they don't understand it. Like one of the, one of the story, I, I, I really want to literally beat with a baseball bat these people in authority. I was listening to this bitch on the, uh, she's the head of the nursing association. Oh yeah. And, and the, the smug superiority of her about we chose to follow the science and get everyone vaccinated. And our polls are showing that over an overwhelming majority of nurses don't want to work beside someone who isn't double vaxxed or even boost, not boosted. And, and, and this is the attitude you get from these people. Yeah. I think and, the follow-up questions I like to ask is, how many of those people that are vaxxed are happy that they're vaxxed or were coerced with the chances of losing employment? Um, so were you happy to get vaxxed? Yeah, to keep your job and to keep your house. Um, but at yeah. the same time, like how much is there buyer's regret? How much is there of all the people, let's say the 90% truckers and everyone else are vaxxed. I would like to say, if they had to make a wish right now, would they take back their choices? Yeah. I, if you follow yeah. the science, the science says you're lied to. Yeah. There's no difference I, whether you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. I have a perfect example from an acquaintance of mine who right away got the double vax because he wanted to travel. Like most people, like you say, want to keep their job, want to travel. He got the third booster, which laid him out. And then he got COVID. <laughs> yeah. Zing. Yeah. And yeah. it was funny in that story, too. And, and this is how stupid the media is and how stupid people who actually follow the media and actually use it as a source of information. <clears throat> They're talking about the story was Hamilton Health Science is going to start firing people. And they went on to say that they're only firing a few people. But then they went on to say how they're shorthanded because 400 people are home quarantining. <laughs> yes. Who are vaccinated. Yeah. Like, vaccinated, but they're quarantined. Jesus at all Christ, people. But that's, but that's the same story, though, Todd, repeated from the TTC. Everyone's pretty much vaccinated, but we got to shut down lines because other people are sick who are vaccinated or there were more people that didn't want to be vaccinated and were terminated mm -hmm. than what were killed. Either way, it depends on which way you want to look at it. We were lied to one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that, that's what needs to be reported. It'll never be reported. Did you guys see Theron Flurry go on Laura Ingram's show on Fox News? Yeah, I yes. just watched that. Yes, very much so. Um, basically, for the last two years, we've had a prime minister who has uh, vaccine derangement syndrome where he, 
every day he stands up at the stump and that's all he talks about. He doesn't talk about the economy. He doesn't talk about the supply chain. He doesn't talk about, you know, us losing our rights, lockdowns, nothing. It's, it's just straight vaccines. But what's happening, Laura, is right now in Canada, we have one of the biggest revolutions happening. And you probably haven't heard about it because nobody's talking about it. But uh, right now there's 50,000 truckers and about 1.4 million people headed to the parliament in Ottawa. And they're going to stay there until Trudeau resigns or they give us back all of our freedoms and rights. Isn't it pathetic that you got to watch an American news channel to find out what's happening in Canada? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a Russian That's sad. news channel. Yeah. Yeah, RT News is actually pretty darn accurate. I yeah. actually like RT News. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no. Does RT News ever ask hard questions of Vladimir Putin? No, not really. No, but they'll ask the hard questions. But they do of everybody okay. else. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a more valid news source coming from RT News. <laughs> because they're yeah. not being funded. It's almost like the weirdest thing I'm going to say right now. I think Al Jazeera is more honest than most of the American stations do. Oh, it's it's because they put their feet to the iron, right? They 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 call them out on every little thing and tell them explain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yep. then maybe Joe uh, down south will say, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so. I, I saw a couple of uh, Babylon 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 B posts out there. Um, saying that Joe Biden has called up 7,000 reservists to guard him at the White House just in case that uh, Mr. Ducey re- re- responded with a, with a mean word towards him or misused his pronouns. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know it, it's like, if that had been anybody else, and, and, and it just shows, like, the media. Like, Trudeau gets, like, Trudeau's not even in Canada right now. No? And, no, and nobody knows where he is. What kind of media, what kind of media would actually conspire to not say where he is? Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. You know what? It's our business where he is. Yeah. You know what? Especially now. Yeah, really. You know, someone said, like, you hear that he's in the Dominican, you don't really know. Dead on, balls accurate. They they won't report that. Is he at a private island with uh, Mr. Khan? Probably. I'm so lonely, so lonely, so lonely and sad, real alone. I don't know. It's probably or Mr. Epstein. Yeah, Epstein's island. Oh, if if only, Craig. If only. Yeah. He was with was he was with Epstein right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess apparently there's they're concerned about the security risks on him now. You think? Yeah, and that he's now uh, wearing on a continual basis wearing bulletproof vests. Oh well, that's wow. just around his wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it better be a knife resistant then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, I I know people in the last election in town here 
I actually saw liberal signs on their lawn. Yeah. My father. <laughs> so, someone who shall remain nameless is father. <laughs> <laughs> not my, not well, mine, who knows who mine voted for, but. Like if you can, if you can't figure it out by now, you're you're dead from the nuts up. You really are. And the only thing that's saving this guy's ass is O'Stool. Uh, his opposition is absolutely hopeless. Yeah. Pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah. Uh, I saw Maxine Bernier's post on Twitter. And when he was asked, does he support the, uh, the, the truckers and this and that, he asked a question that was never, uh, an, never asked of him. He was like, I think the safest thing is for everyone to get uh, vaccines. And Maxine Bernier wrote over top, wet noodle. <laughs> and that's essentially what it is. Yeah. His other posts were congratulations to the three to four, maybe five other people in the PC party. For finally speaking up after two years. Congratulations, Mr. Povier and everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud to say our MP, Leslin Lewis, put out a uh, statement in support of the trucks, truckers and against the vaccine mandates. Said they're oh, an excellent. imposition on people's th- freedom. Yeah. They've either got to throw him overboard or they've got to go to the PPC. Yeah. Yeah. But they probably won't because they're being politically strategic because they know that what happens is in their writings, if they go to the PPC party, that the Conservative Party will just parachute in some plug under the PC name and and get voted in. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, they got to fight. Well, you know, it's it's a death sentence politically if they if they jump ship because it, well, even there really is no room for independence nowadays in the Canadian politics. No, no, no. And they will, I, 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 six months from now, we may be talking talking differently. If um, you know, I guess we can talk later about where we think this thing's going, but, um, you know, uh, the, the, the supply chain is teetering. The economic system's teetering. War in Eastern Europe is teetering. That's uh, right. Yeah. yeah as There's of, a lot uh, of things, a lot of balls in the air right now. Yeah. As of, uh, right now, uh, the, the, the Russians have, uh, troops, uh, on three sides of the Ukraine over, yeah. over a hundred thousand uh, troops, good old Biden sending 6,000. Well, that, And they're going to be on the Eastern uh, border of probably Romania around that area. And the military uh, equivalent of a speed bump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a spitball. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not much more. And when our, our Canadian government is, uh, Going to be giving Ukraine a hundred fifty million dollar loan. Yeah, but they can't use it for any military uh, applications. 
<laughs> yeah, it's there they to get the proper pronouns and gender identities. Yes, yeah, that's right. You're right, Paul. Studies. Maybe they give it the money for women's studies or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, un- unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. For then, soldiers that want to transition. Yeah. <laughs> they were and, paying for the surgery. And they're also sending another 60 uh, Canadian troops to, um, to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Again, but they're not teaching them any violent or aggressive stuff. Like just how to look sideways. You teach them how to put band-aids on or what? Make posters. Yeah, maybe they're gonna talk about uh, you know, like uh what's the, what do they call it? The uh up up honor they have the operation up honor, they call it in the Canadian forces where everybody's reporting each other for sexual uh, uh harassment left and right. Rat line. Yeah. So they, they report each other on it and or if they heard it, heard it from a friend of a friend of a friend, they report it and all kinds of different things. So, oh, maybe yeah. maybe we can use that hundred fifty million dollars to try to get Neil Young over there to sing some songs and try to take uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan off Spotify. That's right, yeah. Did you see Spotify announced that they're going to take off Neil Young? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Cancel the cancel uh, culture, Neil. Shut the fuck up. Like yeah, seriously, I, I guess nobody he cares. Felt that uh, he, he learned quickly that his, he doesn't carry a lot of weight. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you had some Neil. Neil's been irrelevant since you're, uh, you're, you're burned out old alcoholic, and uh, yeah, and the way you go. Yeah, yeah. But where do you think this? Um, I mean, we've got these these three things going on, um, like the trucker crisis. Um, where do you guys see this thing going? Well, go ahead, Paul. I'll let you go first. Well, it almost kind of seems that they're playing right into the liberal playbook. Let's let the store shelves go empty, and then we'll just blame it on the people who are unvaxxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll come in on a white knight on a, on a white horse. Um, I no, think it's uh, that's there. racist. Yeah, <laughs> on a pale colored horse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I think it plays into kind of like that Klaus Schwab world economic forum. They want to do that global reset. They want to do the sustainable development goals. And partly is you're going to own nothing, be happy for it. You're going to get the handouts from the state. You're going to do all this. All it does is what's going to happen is the government is going to grow itself because you're going to be like, see, corporatism doesn't work. We're going to take over everything. Then you're going to get, we're socialist communists already. I, I think that they're using the truckers as use, useful idiots, to be quite honest with you. My thing is, our, our rights have been impeded for the last two years. Where were the truckers? The truckers are not really fighting for our freedoms. Well, they would, I, have been the, they would have been the fight from day one. You know what mm-hmm. they are? The people who are unvaccinated that can't travel and go from country to country. Now they've got skin in the game. Are you a hero when you step up, when you, when you have no other options? Or are you a hero when you constantly stay constant and you're, always, you were on the, you're on the front line the entire time? Yeah. Well, I would wonder about, well, well you, go, you go ahead, Craig. What were you oh, going to uh, say? Uh, Paul's got a lot of good points there. He says they, they, they're trying to fly under the wire the whole time and, you know, d- ignore me the whole time. And, 
And now, now they got, like you said, they got skin in the game and it's now coming to their livelihood. And it comes down almost like that poem, right? Uh, first, I, I saw them take the, you mm-hmm. know, the, the socialists and I, and I did nothing. And, and maybe this is the, instead of them doing nothing, this is where they're stepping up and finally saying, you know, we're going to speak for at least for ourselves and see while we fight, while we can still fight before we get eliminated to, so we can't fight. Yeah. And maybe that's, that's what's happening now with the truckers. And, and the other thing a lot of people don't realize in this trucker protest that, that, that which is so insignificant, according to the government, they don't understand that these guys plan to, to bury, basically bury Ottawa and shut it down. And they're not leaving yeah. until they get results. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that part. They just think it's going to be, oh, they're going to drive through and wave a Canadian flag and do a, a couple hours of chanting or something like that and then leave. No, they're they're there and they're locking down. Yeah, they don't they 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 don't get it. Like, and this is the thing is where they've got skin in the game, true. Um, you know, the first year and a half they're doing their thing. And uh myself, my wife, uh postal employee, she's got skin in the game now because she was um, you know, given her uh mandatory uh, vaccination requirement i'm slowly being squeezed out by that where i work and um now we have skin in the game yeah. but the yeah. thing is before we had there was nothing we could do yeah as as the rage always says in the rage cast all we could do was scream at empty buildings well now we finally have a vital part of our economy that can do something deny their service and choke out the capital this could almost be like the lexington concord moment for our country in another way yeah there wasn't much of a revolution in the united states after the initially after the tea tax came in there was like the little boston tea party thing lexington concord wasn't about revolution it was about confiscation of weapons yeah the british were going from town to town and confiscating everybody's weapons and then finally they just said enough is enough and the confrontation happened i think i think this is going to be possibly i'm not saying 100 percent, but it could be the start of something huge because not only are they going to ottawa like you say and shut the the city down they're not leaving until all the mandates are lifted not just theirs or the government resigns yeah that's their statement and i think this is an opportunity now for this thing to grow if this is showing that it they've got resolve and they stick to it this is going to encourage other people like small businesses to open up to say to hell with masks. Yeah. For, you know, and that's so, what they're asking people to do on the 29th is to open up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. And, 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 and you know what? Like I said, I said to somebody this morning, 40% of the people out there are fucking slugs. Yeah. They do whatever they're told. They don't care one way or the other. 
30% are invested in the system. Like, you know, these people that uh, head up government organizations or relying on government, uh, you know, funding and finance in order to do whatever they do. Then there's the rest of us that are believe in something more than doing everything the government tells us blindly. And it's going to be a battle of wills. Who's going to be stronger? I do take, uh, I do question the one thing you said though, like where it says we had nothing to do except for scream at empty walls. Can you imagine if we just actually right from day one said, no, we're not going to accept any of this. We're not going to accept it. We're yeah, we have to learn to do that though. right then. No, exactly. We- but it's okay to park your 18 wheeler around Ottawa. But what if once rubber bullets start flying? Well, that's what I was saying in the discussion about where this is going to go. Well, you know what? The the reality is, though, are you going to back down if your government starts shooting rubber bullets at people? I I could see the people dispersed from Ottawa, yes. Uh, But then you'll have other little skirmishes going throughout everywhere else. You know, take a look. Canadians are so apathetic and hard to find and to find a heartbeat on most most people. Yeah, forty percent of Canadians are very apathetic. Yeah, thirty percent, and this is one—the only thing that Trudeau has successfully accomplished in his reign of terror, or I'd call it reign of error—is unite and get people to start networking. That thirty percent of Canadians that have a spine and have resolve and understand the concept of freedom and know what know that we're experiencing creeping communism and globalism in this country he's pushing us in a corner yeah and our no, strength i totally agree yeah our I strength totally agree, but... uh, yeah okay oh, go ahead, go ahead. But I, I think the strength and resolve of that minority is orders of magnitude larger than the government. Because that 30% that are in the government are just corrupt pricks who work for the government and don't give a shit who's in charge as long as they get paid. And they have nothing, they have nothing other than economic gain to be where they are. They have no principles other than that. But you also got to forget, don't forget that those people too that watch the CNNs and the the cable news networks, they believe 100% without question. They believe that, you know, thank God we got, we're triple vax because if like two days after you get triple vax, you come down with horrible COVID. Thank God I got my triple shot so that I wouldn't die. Yeah, but I think the one in the hospital really with I, I in the ICU. Yeah. Except if they're there for a heart attack or yeah. diabetes. Yeah. Well, and, and, but that's the, that's the advantage of those people. They're idiots. They, they, they really don't matter because they're just like a big lump that you just got to walk around. The fact is, is that are they going to rise up? Are they going to rise up and oppose us? Are they going to go, are they going to get, uh, are they going to get off their asses, shut the remote off, Drive to Ottawa and oppose the truckers? Yeah, not likely. Nah. No, but uh, listen, we, we used the military to help shovel out Toronto there a few years back. 
I could see them definitely using the military against the people. And whether the military supports it or not, I don't know. I, I look at some of the European countries where they use the water cannons and blow people right off their feet, where they start shooting rubber bullets. Um, yeah. I, I don't think have, our government is beyond that. I agree with you. I think it could go that way. I would love to see. You want to hear something I, I would, funny about water cannons and yeah. stuff? Uh, when I was on G20, they had two uh, water cannon trucks uh, on standby to use for the riots and stuff. And they never used them. And the trucks were on loan. They had to bring them up from the States to, to, to use them. And so as far as I know, Canada doesn't have any water trucks or water, uh, those kind of trucks, because they've just borrowed these two from down in the state somewhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, have, that's you, here have you guys there. ever thought of, have you guys ever thought about like we did cold, uh, cold winter training for the Chinese? What do we learn from the China? What do they teach us about suppression of, of, a, of uh, the citizens? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're pretty I, good I, at that in Tiananmen Square. They're, yeah. you know, yeah. you take a look at what they do over in some of the European countries. They put dye in those water cannons to see who is at the thing, and then they come by your house and go get you. Yeah. Okay, but what you're talking about? They do that in the pepper though, spray too. Yeah, you're 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 assuming that we have a a a wide functioning uh, security state. We have nothing. They might be able to, yeah, maybe they'll start using rubber bullets and they'll disperse the crowds in Ottawa and arrest a bunch of people. What do you think that'll do to the, do you think that'll intimidate people? I think that'll anger people. Yeah, I think think they'll anger anger the small percentage of people who have guns, but I think it's a very small percentage. It's nothing like the percentage you have in the States that are are ready to militize. Um, I think what you're going to do is, for for decades now you've had jade helm exercises in the united states where they bring in united nations peacekeepers or united nations forces that that's you know what though there's uh roughly the 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 assumption that the canadians aren't as well armed as americans is questionable um Originally, back when C-68 came in in the 90s, they were trying to do an assessment of how many gun owners there were in Canada. And they did it. It was pretty kind of goofy math. And they estimated that there were 3 million gun owners, basically one out of every 10 Canadians. It's more like 8 million. (laughs) There's 8 million are the the rate of firearms ownership in Canada, with the exception of handguns, is almost similar to the United States. Hmm. Wow, we could we'd be lucky if we could put a brigade in the field. The, the actual I mean, military, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think the police forces in this country just want to maintain order and i don't think they would have any taste for any type of civil upheaval like that yeah or urban war, urban warfare no because they're yeah. they're just not they're just they're not, not equipped for it no and they they don't have the, the, those guys didn't sign up for that no so i mean 
they're 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 toothless their only their only ability is they could um enforce things uh physically locally in whatever area they decide to occupy they would have a tough time with the brigade of troops trying to control ottawa yeah if there and was a full out just trying to get that brigade to do follow the orders oh. in canada uh against mm-hmm. canadians would be another yeah. factor yeah i mean they and 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 there's there's more veterans than there are serving uh armed forces people yeah and and do you think they would stand for that? No. Well, that that's the argument in states too, right? They got thirteen and a half million able-bodied veterans that uh, are pretty young. But I, but I, I agree with you, Paul. That I think, and and I think you know you're talking about all these plans and everything like that. Like even that slaphead dipshit Klaus Schwab spouting off on how he's going to create. We give him credit that his ideas will actually work. Yeah. I mean, he's as stupid as Hitler with his Lebensraum. Like, well, the only thing I give him credit for is his determination to want to really screw this thing up. Yeah. Uh, In one of his latest speeches that was aired, he just said that right now we have trade unions on, on like retainer. They're working for us. He was mentioned Macron and some of the younger leaders like uh, Trudeau, like his lap, mm. lap, lap Well, you put, you good. It's good you brought up Macron and uh, the French. He's horrible. Yeah. And the French Revolution. <laughs> they have see these idiots. They haven't learned anything from the communist revolution, the upheavals in World War One and World War Two. They have. They themselves haven't learned from history. Is that? When people have enough, they have enough. And then the guillotines get set up. Mm. And, you know, they think they can control us. Their, their, their opportunity for control is at its peak now. It can't get any more. No. These talks about, you know, the Internet of Things and like China's, you know, dictatorship and things like that. That's not going to fly here. It'll never work. They, it will be a bloodbath. And then th- there's enough people in this country and the United States that it's more than, you know, whether I earn a living or not, I'll just follow along. We all have a line in the sand, and they're getting really close to that line on the sand for a lot of people, yeah. enough people. I'm talking to a lot of people and they're saying they'd rather die on their feet than live on their knees. Yeah. Exactly. To, to and, me, and remember only 3% of the people in the United States and the colonies actively took part in the 3%. American revolution. Yeah. That, that's interesting. Paul, uh, you see a lot of the public all the time. Yes. And what's, have you got any, uh, like you said, you, you People have been saying they'd rather die on their feet than on their knees. Have is that seem to be a, a theme now with a lot of the people you're dealing with? It's definitely been increasing over time where even people that are double vaccinated say, I'm not going to go get the booster. Like that's yeah. my line in the sand is because we're looking at Israel. They're going on the fourth or fifth, bringing the fourth and over here for the old people. When is it going to end? And I'm, the tide is changing slowly. Um, 
And it's almost like I'm in my head. And when I'm talking to the people, they're saying that it looks like COVID is going to die itself out. But the next breath, they're going to say, what's next? What's behind this thing? Yeah. So if the government backs down, what is it next time? Is it going to be smallpox? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And it's just yeah. like a slowly erosion of all of this. My point earlier was we just stood up early on. Once the government takes your liberties, they never give them back to you. You always got to take your shoes off from now on. You got to get sprayed in the airports with the air sprayer so they can see if you've got any bomb detection on you or any drugs. Like in the 70s, you could apparently walk through an airport with 10 kilos of coke in your uh, carry-on luggage. Now, <laughs> Are you speaking from experience, Paul? Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, no. <laughs> oh, I had a, I had a friend. They don't call that, me snowman for nothing. <laughs> yeah, the, the snowman. Paul the snowman. Yeah. I had, yeah. A, I had a friend of mine that uh, he got on a plane in uh, Toronto, flew to Ottawa, and and then flew back and spent the whole time in Ottawa, and he carried concealed the whole time, even on the airplane. Legally? No. Wow. Not legally at all. You know, and that was before what... all this stuff has been going on, right? He mm-hmm. just walked on the aircraft, got on, never got stopped, did his business in Ottawa for uh, about a week, then got back on the plane and flew back. Never, not at one point was he uh, challenged or anything, or mm. or did they know? Yeah, yeah, but here. If, from the beginning, if the government, if we never gave the government any of this thing from the beginning, we would not be where we're at right now. Yeah, you know. Like, well, once I, again, they only have the power that we give them. They're our elected. They're mm-hmm. our elected employees. But in this country, and this is when I do deal with the public, they still have it wrong. They think that government is there to dictate to us what to do. Yeah, government is there to govern us. They go with what we tell them to do. It's completely opposite, but they get, they see what they can get away with and they go with it. Yeah. I think um, your example, why didn't we get it from the start? I watched a really good little um, drama there the other day on Netflix is called um, Munich, the edge of war. Mm. And it was even back in 38, 39, People knew Hitler was going to run roughshod over Europe, but they didn't learn. <laughs> like they, they didn't make the decision. Like you're saying, we should have stood up. People don't, um, you know, until they're pushed to a certain point. Yeah. They don't get out the pitchforks and torches. And we're heading towards that point. But it seems we we ourselves don't learn from history either um, that, you know, because if we can project to where we're going from what they're doing initially, we should by all rights be where we are now and starting to do things like this, but we never learn, but you bring up a good point about the government, what the government is going to do. There's this really interesting quote I saw the other day on the internet. He said, the most dangerous stage of tyranny is when the fraud is exposed and the tyrants begin to sense that they may be held accountable. The cornered rat bites hardest. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, like we we talked the, the the French earlier, French Revolution. It's I think this is going to be a revolution. I think it's late coming. Um, I, I support the truckers and what they're doing. Wish it would have happened a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish I really I wish a lot of things happened a lot sooner. It's amazing. So apparently in Canada, it takes two years to figure out it hasn't been two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true that is so true yep common core math eh? yeah yeah they, they kind of missed that part yes. hey the that last so guillotine uh was in 1977 just so to keep it in perspective right where is it uh, in, in, it. in france oh okay <laughs> sure we can make one yeah do so. something yeah um and well you're saying too paul what's the next thing maybe the next thing is either the well you can see the stock market's kind of uh, uh correcting uh coming are coming back to reality and um the crisis made up crisis in the ukraine i mean yeah. we could we could simply we could simply end the crisis in Ukraine is to say to um, Russia that you will no longer uh, interfere in Ukraine internal politics and we won't let Ukraine become a native um, uh, member of NATO. Yeah. End of story. Done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My question is why hasn't Russia just invaded and taken Ukraine already? I don't think they want it. Yeah, it, no, that, no, that's what I'm much. saying. Like, if Logistics they, it, cost... they would have had it in six minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would have had it in six minutes. Like, was the U.S. going to stand in their way? Joe Biden no. over there eating another ice cream? There's one thing about taking the Ukraine, but now they got to hold it. Now you got an insurgency that occurs. You got mm-hmm. everything else. The, the world opinion and everything starts going against them. And you got to remember that uh, Russia's GDP is lower than canada's yeah so yeah but the only the the cost uh, is a big factor the russians though want a warm water port that's the main goal that's well they have they have they have it they got they got the crimea sebastopol they want it all right yeah they want it all though no i don't think they they don't because they've got embroiled in this is when these friggin' neo-Nazis took over the Ukrainian government in that push and started getting all pissy and demanding that um, the Russian minority that lives kind of in the borderlands between Ukraine and Russia speak Ukrainian. So then that started a mess there. So they ended up with a separatist movement. And of course, the Russians, back, you know, because it's their Slavic brothers and ethnic Russians, they yeah. they backed them up. And that's really how that war got started. I mean, Russia needs the Ukraine like Canada needs Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on a bumper sticker. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah now, you know, or the or the East Coast. It's just <laughs> like the East Coast is like an economic liability. To it's like country. a country. Economic pimple on Canada's ass, right? Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, now, in this Russia, for example, uh, the state of the country of Georgia, 
was in the process of joining NATO. And before they joined NATO, what did Russia do? They invaded uh, Georgia and set up their own government in there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what they've done in the past is a good indicator of what they may try in the future. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're thinking the same along the same line as with the Ukraine is to make a, a quick uh, invasion, install a, a puppet government that's uh, positive to them and then uh, getting their butts back out and therefore no worries about uh, a NATO uh, expansion. Yeah. yeah, which I which I think which I think is going to be a real pain in the ass if that happens and the West doesn't do anything about it, it is that way going to be like, again, it's going to be like our involvement in Afghanistan. It's just, you know, this concept of invading and then nation building, all you do is create an insurgency. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I, I'm not saying their, their policies, um, the smartest policy either, but I think they're pretty much feel they're painted into a corner. You know, they have a belligerent neighbor beside them. And then it's going to join NATO. And then if they um, instigate, you know, um, uh, an invasion against the separatist um, provinces, the Russian ethnic minorities there in the, on the, in the um, eastern portion of Ukraine, uh, you know, it's just going to be a shit show. Yeah. And, then, and once they're part of uh, NATO, they'll have no way to to uh, reply to any of their, their stuff, right? Yeah. And why is NATO so insistent? Like, why, why, why do they want any part of that? It's good for the war machine. Well, that's probably in, the in answer, it, isn't it? And war is always a good distraction for your problems at home. Yeah. In my opinion. You know, you take a look at... With this Russian thing, isn't it interesting that Joe Biden's son was involved in Burisma over in the Ukraine? Isn't it interesting that you let two and a half million illegal immigrants come through your border? You don't feel like you need to secure your border, but you need to secure Ukraine's border. That's retarded. Well, and, and you, you can put that together. and But, you know, that 40 percent, the yeah. uh, Untermunchen. That um, every every country seems to be stuck with, don't even pick up on that. No, and that's how yeah, that's how Joe got his eighty million votes. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just I just, I just find it amazing that we got to go around World Cup. We mean you, me and Craig talked about this morning about which war did the U.S. really win lately? Nothing since uh, they didn't. They the Korea was a tie. They haven't yeah. won anything. Yep. World War II dropping drop two atomics. That's it. Ended it. That's it. So when you look at it that way, when you look at the beginning stages of the Iraq War and all the lies and everything, chemicals of mass destruction, I, what you look at is the first week when you even watched via CNN, they had the Israelis out there taking their sandals off, beating the statues of Saddam Hussein statues, pulled to the ground. Iraqis. Beating <laughs> the Iraqis. Iraqis. <laughs> Is it, yeah. Well, hey, the Iraqis would do that too. Same, whatever, right? Iraqis, yeah. Israelis, Iraqis. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. what they're yeah. all saying. Yeah. Whatever. It's the same over there, right? <laughs> Jeez, just blur that out. 
Yeah. That's an editing shot right there. No, no. But they're taking their sandals and they're beaten as a sign of disrespect. Yeah. They were waving American flags for the first week. But then the U.S. moved into Saddam's palaces, became the same dictator. You can't move here and here and here and talk to your uncles here, there, and there. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the U.S. and Saddam? Really? Well, and 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 so I'm so tired of us in the West thinking that our form, our 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 culture, and governance and ideals will work in those. Yeah, they're 500 years behind us culturally in their concepts of. Um, you know, how, how they should govern themselves and work. So who are we to tell them how to do it? Well, like, who's the U.S. that can't even figure out Kenosha or Minneapolis, Minnesota? How, do they, how, how are we telling them that democracy works when you set up DAs that let you shoplift up to a thousand bucks and you get away with it? Yeah, that's the funny thing is the U.S. is a constitutional republic, not even a democracy themselves. Yeah. So the the U.S. is trying to spread democracy. They're not even a democracy. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I think that's the first thing. The first mistake we're making is where um, these people, these idiots here think we live in a democracy. We're supposed to be. Canada is supposed to be a constitutional monarchy and the United States is supposed to be a constitutional republic. And what their politicians have done is Trudeau's Trudeau's perfect at it. He's lucky though. He's got an incompetent opposition uh, against him, but they pretend to say that the majority of people agree with what we were doing. So that's that way we will do it. So that makes might is right. Yeah. 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 Well, like you said, you, 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 the monarchy in Canada. The monarchy owns like 98, 94% of Canada through crown yeah. corporations. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what do you, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I just, we are, just take a look at it. The West is not really all that good at nation building. No, We're just having no, a few we examples should, as of late. We should tend our own garden. Yeah, 100%. Pull our troops out. I, I say Putin wants Ukraine. Then Let's put it in perspective, Paul. Troop. Not What's troops. That? Yeah, troop. Troop. <laughs> yeah. That's like, uh, you know, my, my dad uh, was told me in the war he killed 15 people, eh? And okay. I said, well, and he, or helicopter mechanic? And he goes, yeah, but not a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good one good one yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah well canada you know like they're they're joking like they're 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 sending another 60 guys to to the ukraine right now there's a hundred 230 of them right now there you know teaching Holy that Lord. the ukrainians how to maybe make eggs on the Skittles or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, you know, nonviolent stuff, right. It, maybe they, they're sending them 270, uh, army cooks or something like that to teach them how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what they are. I know, uh, well, they, I know for a fact that they haven't sent anybody from the pointy end of the stick over there. No, they are all back home, right? Yeah. 
the pointy end of the stick guys are, are not there. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But, you know, then you go talking to a larger issue of NATO. What a yeah. useful, orga- what a useless organization that is. Yeah. What, well, is, what, what do they, what do they accomplish? You got Turkey and NATO. Yeah. Turkey hates yeah. NATO. Tur- but, yeah. Turkey is probably one of our, our main enemies in NATO, uh, that NATO should be worried about, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I think in, in um, Star Wars parlance, I think NATO is the empire. You think so? Yeah. 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 I think, I think this is, um, I think NATO is the Nazis dream and the economic uh, uh, arm of NATO is the world economic forum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you take a look, what usefulness does NATO provide? What, what do they really do except for government growing government? The NATO's there to keep the commies out. Oh, wait. We're the commies now. Are we the baddies? Yeah. Exactly. I think we're the baddies exactly. now, right? But yeah. when you take a look at it. Are we the baddies? It, are we really fighting conventional wars anymore with conventional weapons? Do you even need soldiers or just need a bunch of nerds behind a computer? Uh, well, you know, they bring up an interesting point because they always say generals start the next war with the last war's tactics, right? Like World War One, it was, oh, we're going to have cavalry, you know, and we're going to, you know, do all this uh, Napoleonic era or whatever. Um, yeah. 1800s um, maneuvering of, oh, wait, we forgot about barbed wire trenches, uh, machine guns and artillery. Yeah. And poison gas and... Um, and then World War II was the War of Tanks, right? Yeah, and... Um, and mm. Total War, right? Bombing, mm. a mass bombing of civilian populations. Yeah. Um, uh, concentration camps. Um, Einsatzgruppen, where they were just decimating populations. Um, so what's, what's the next war going to look like? Because... There will be another, unfortunately, I yeah. think. Was it Einstein that be... said that, you know, uh, the next war will be nuclear and the war after that will be fought with sticks and stones? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he said something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, that, that's what you're going to see uh, a thermal war. You're going to see uh, like the mother of all bombs, Moab bombs. Yeah. You're going to see. Uh, uh, autonomous or joystick driven drones fighting this thing. Yeah. You're not going to like that's the problem with the war in the Middle East. Who's the Taliban? They don't tell you, they don't wear name tags. No, they can tell who, by the who, length of their beard. Who, yeah. <laughs> who, yeah, but it, it's like how do you know their ideology thing. until they talk, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you don't, they're not wearing uniforms no more. I don't think that, that like, what. I don't even know why you're spending so much money. Just build a bunch of bombs. You can just press a button with Hillary Clinton says it's going to take four minutes to, to launch it and, and, and serve her up. All right. Then, you know, you want to watch that movie from the, I think is the eighties. It's uh, what is it called? The war games. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of, uh, one of, I think the only saving graces um, that we have is the world's elitists are so intertwined um, that I, 
I think they're the the lengths that what they'll go to with war, I think, will be at a certain point limited. Like there is a story that the Allies didn't bomb Ford factories in Germany really? <laughs> in World War II. I've read that a couple yeah. times. I don't know the veracity of it, but there was some of that. I mean, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, shit. George Bush's dad got into trouble because he was still selling oil to the Germans. <laughs> he had IBM Watson, right? I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Henry yeah. Ford. You had JP Morgan yeah. and all the boys. Yeah. Yes, and then you also hear those reports of bomb-proof bunkers being built in New Zealand, Australia. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of them, know, or the elites know also that um, when the guillotines start coming out, I mean, when this whole, I mean, the worst case scenario is this thing whole falls apart economically, right? Mm -hmm. And that's also Klaus Schwab's little thing is that we'll come, like He's you cool. say, come in on our come in on our, 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 our white horse and save everybody when the economic crisis hits. They always reveal a little bit what they're going to do. Like they had the event 201, which was the yep. pandemic um, exercise. Uh, the ones they've done after that is called Cyber Polygon, which um, covers a economic crisis due to a massive cyber attack. Yeah. Well, didn't they try that in the eastern seaboard with the electrical or with the grid down the yeah, state? Yeah, they knocked it out well, for a little bit. Yeah. 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 And well, then that's the other thing. I, I, I forget, though. I don't know if Cyber Polygon covered a power failure, but they do talk about that, too. Like, a, probably, I, I, like, I think I nuclear weapons. about a missing parrot. Missing parrot? Yeah. Polly's gone. Oh, geez. Drum roll, but dum but dum. <laughs> also, one of the things is like you say how war has changed. Is like Paul to a certain extent. Yeah, I agree with you. Is that uh, with a keyboard launching cyber attacks, uh, electromagnetic pulses that can knock out the power system and knock out the financial system. You could bring your opponent to their knees financially. Exactly. Without... Think of all the money in Bitcoin, Ethereum, that would be wiped out if with uh, EMP. Think of all the all the electrical grids. You can't pump gas. You don't have mm -hmm. no food, no nothing. We want to go by 2025 to electric vehicles. Well, how do you drive electric vehicles? No, no, uh, no functioning computer chips that you can't find anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's going to be burnt down. But also, too, they've also been preparing this from day, from for at least the last two to five years by economic quantitative easing and, and, and through economics, just pumping money into paper, into the stock market. That means absolutely nothing. Yeah, well, they're getting, they, they getting know, cheap they money. Know mm -hmm. Yeah, getting cheap money. These businesses are buying their companies back, selling them, trading them, insider trading back and forth pumping things up, raising the prices. They're pumping all this money. You're wondering, how does the government of Canada go $377 billion into the hole? It isn't through COVID. They haven't done 16 million surgeries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They haven't done it. Like, uh, exactly. They, yeah, they, you know, he talks about, you know, 
I, I really took offense to it with my company did this presentation. They basically said the, the healthcare systems in crisis because of the unvaccinated people. It's like, it's been a pile of shit since the, the mid 2000s, 2010. And, yep. and then Trudeau spends all that money. Have they increased one bed, one IC unit? Have they hired one doctor or one nurse? from all that money they've spent? Not a, not a, not a bit. No. Nope. But I think their plan is, is that they realize that the system's run into the ground and then Schwab's, you know, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy type of thing. And the 1% will have their electric cars and the rest of us will be walking or doing something. I think we, though, uh, here's a good example. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, well, one uh, second, one second, Craig. We talked about this morning too. Yeah. About that female cop from Durham. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Voicing her complaints or her support for the truckers, and I'll see you boys in Ottawa. Keep up the good job. Was pretty much the sentiment she was sending out. She is going to get slapped so hard. It's not as hard as a guy, as a white guy, but it would have <laughs> been better if she had a different skin tone. <laughs> But she was pretty white in that black, tasty environment. Um, She's going to get looked at. But me and Craig were talking this morning, and I just got finished saying to him, I'm like, what is she doing wrong? And Craig's like voicing the political opinions, correct? Mm -hmm. On company time. Yeah. Well, isn't the last three years having the police chiefs come out on on the company time? go and take a knee for Black Lives Matter oh. or raising a rainbow flag that, or they're at a crosswalk with a six-colored rainbow crosswalk. That's a really good point. Political? Yep. Yeah. Very good point. Very good points. I so, think Paul nailed it on the head when he brought that up. I thought yeah, it's, it can't be any clearer than that. Like, yep. you know, why go after her for... Uh, uh, expressing her opinion when they're not going after all these senior officers doing the exact same thing for different mm-hmm. other venues. Yeah. Yeah. And also, no. too, yeah, on, on company time, you're also going through and talking pronouns. You're talking about um, how to decrease your whiteness in the workforce. How do you do that, Paul? I don't know. I've never attended. <laughs> never attended. I'm never going to apologize for something I had no hand in. No. That's for sure. Yeah. No. Um, but I hope that I hope that she becomes a millionaire. I want to see her become a millionaire. <laughs> that would yeah. be nice. Yes. Yes. Yep. I'd like to see her. I'd like someone to contact her and, and actually try to reach out to her and give her reference of those other situations to show what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because uh, I know um, in times past, I've I've made suggestions to certain people, and they uh, and just like you did, you're thinking outside the box, and it's a great idea to it's a great defense that maybe a lot of people haven't thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we like that one Calgary that. cop. Yeah, yeah. But it's amazing how they try to use one person as an example to shut up the entire crowd. But that's the left. That is the left, how they operate. They ignore their own sins and they scream like stuck pigs 
when yeah, they I mean, see something that yeah. um, they do themselves. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So I just want to bring that up. I thought that was interesting. I think we should follow that in the podcast to see what kind of comes of that. Yeah. That's, that's a good de- Yeah, definitely. We should actually send her something. To t- want me to send her a t-shirt? Can we do that? <laughs> I have to ask what size she is. Yeah. Probably a medium. <laughs> yeah okay we'll all leave right. that one alone all right <laughs> yeah oh that's funny well gentlemen it's uh, it's been a good discussion so far and it's been to the point we've been mm. nailing the, the the issues right at hand and uh and and picking them out what I'd like to also do is um, let's uh, revisit things uh, after the 29th. I don't know how you guys are fixed on the 30th uh, for a uh, follow-up. That's, that's Monday night. Is that Monday night? No, I think it's sun, uh, uh, Sunday. Yeah, sure. And I can do that. Just in reference to see how things have gone in uh, – in Ottawa over the weekend would be interesting. And yep. maybe uh, we can, if you uh, do happen to end up there, you can do some street interviews too, uh, Todd. That'd be. I will. I'll do yeah. man. I'll be like Mark Dice. Yeah. You'll be hanging out with the, the rage. Yeah. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see, I got my diagonal flag. So. What is a diagonal flag? It, it, it started out. I, I, I wasn't, privy to the podcast when he first did it but from what i understand he has this thing where he talks about diagonal and circulon yeah and diagonal is kind of a swath of con- country that comes from alberta and cuts diagonally across north america down to florida okay and it's on a diagonal yeah and then Circulon is kind of the area around it. So that's where the joke is, Diagonal and Circulon. And then some other guy came up with a flag, which is basically a black flag with a white stripe down the middle. And, oh, and okay. that's the Diagonal flag. So, And you greet someone who listens to his podcast as a fellow bigot, because early on he was even though his podcast, like he served in the forces with people of all stripes. Yeah. And he has black people that listen to his podcast. And there's even a Muslim guy, the one guy called Muslim bigot. Yeah. <laughs> Where, but they just call each other. Hey, bigots. <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed that. That's, that's funny. But yeah, I can see that diagonal represents all the, probably the conservative. Yeah areas and the circle on represents the east coast and west coast far yes. left leaning yes. areas right yes so that's the whole that's the whole concept which i got you he just did it as a joke and it just has taken right off like there's people all this and there's this one guy that's making all these flags so i got three of them right so oh, that's great <laughs> yeah so it's pretty funny yeah, well, I, I would like this. to see the upside down uh, Canadian flag showing that the castle is fall, and that's what I want to see over the capital. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah, I like the idea of having the entire government, including the opposition and all part, all MPs uh, resigning and holding new elections. And yeah. with, the, with, the, with the guarantee that no previous uh, MPs would be allowed to re- reapply for the position. Yeah, and they'll lose all their pensions. They'll get yeah. the same pension we get. Yeah. Yeah. After four years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think, and I don't think this thing is going to fix itself unless something like that happens and there's a constitutional convention. Yeah. And this, and this country becomes a republic, a constitutional republic with yeah. a, um, a uh, bill of rights that includes a first and second amendment equivalent. Yeah. So you'd be in favor of a, 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 a presidential representative as compared to a head of a parliament? Uh, head of no, a I, I, I think the parliamentary system would be fine, but I think the parliament should consist not of rep by pop, but yeah. similar to the Senate in the United States. Yeah, well, the Senate in the States has, what, two representatives per state? Yes. And yeah, they should, if they did something like that in... Uh, in Canada, that'd be good, but then we'd end up with a uh, hundred senators because there's like fifty states in the U.S., right? Well, like in Canada, you know, we could say maybe that we have, um... <laughs> yeah. Well, and that could be on the that could be on the um, the table too. That at the end of this, we might have the United States of North America. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and i don't care i don't i don't care what my flag is as long as i have a constitution with my rights enshrined and i'm free yep yeah it's just amazing when you look at the founding fathers of the united states were committing treason by trying to gain liberty and freedom and the value and the price on their heads was death if they got caught Mm-hmm. That is amazing. That was a huge, huge sacrifice, and it just—it's mind blowing because we're on the, we're on the right side of history where we can look back. They must have been so worried. Yeah. Holy cow! They were and some I, tough I'm dudes. We have those warriors up here now. I hope we have well, those warriors. I think when I think when the when you know when the the old saying is when the going gets tough, the. Yeah tough get going and the leaders will rise to the top and we're on the right side you know they are they are the empire in star wars their control is all based on power manipulation and force and they they there's other than the few who benefit from it most people have nothing to gain by it no yeah so it eventually will get it. Eventually, they'll eventually lose because it's like the Soviet Union, man, is that there was no benefit to it except the very few who had the levers of power and they just couldn't hold on forever. Right. And I don't think I don't think any tyranny is going to last long these days in the information age. No. Yeah. And there we have it. The Canadian beacon on the edge of tomorrow. What will happen in Ottawa on Saturday. You've been listening to the Canadian Beacon Podcast. Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Canadian Beacon Podcast. We 
would love to hear your comments or suggestions, please email us at cbpodcast at or follow us on Facebook under the Canadian Beacon.